L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Oh, I'm starting to record? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that. <clears throat> hey. Hey. It's season two. Season two. Of what do you want to talk about? The podcast where two friends take turns surprising each other with topics to talk about. That's right. She's Lindsay and I am Jason and we are both parents and comedy writers. Yeah, it's like Pollyanna meets... Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah, or like, I, I would assume that's correct. Yeah, I don't know pretty, that person. Pretty, pretty correct, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like flowers meet... The stuff that people pile on, you know, grave sites and... Your, your, bodies and your dirt. Well, you know. That's dark. And we've added a new segment to the show called the Rando Mo. It's a random moment because we want to know what you want us to talk about. And you can send in your ideas and suggestions, and we put them on little pieces of paper, and we put them in a jar, and we shake them up, and then we don't have any control over what we are then told we need to talk about. You decide. If you want to decide, you can send it to laspodcastnetwork.com slash what do you wanna, W-A-N-N-A. Or you can just go to laspodcastnetwork.com, click on podcasts, drag on down, and send it right to us. You can find our podcast anywhere that you get your podcast hit, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Or from that creepy dude with the top hat and the trench coat eating that Reuben sandwich that's just half soaked in mayo in the dark alley. Nice. He's the guy with the good podcast. It's too far. Or from that or from that dude with the duck on his head and the trench coat in the dark alley. It just be that you score your podcast in a dark alley with a guy wearing a trench coat. Reuben. Mayonnaise. You brought mayonnaise into the mix. Yeah, it should have been Thousand Island. Oh. It was such a mistake. Should have been Thousand Island. Can you put something together from all that? Or do you want do you want me to do one more? Ah. Hey everyone, Alan here. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm not excited. Uh, this next couple episodes are going to be pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited to share this next leg of our journey with you. And if you want to keep up with all things Miria, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Miss Muriel. If you enjoy the show, though, consider sharing it with your friends. Or if you have time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show your support. And we love reading those reviews. I don't know if you've ever read any of them on there, but they are hilarious. Um, If you want to show us even more support, head on over to LESpodcastnetwork.com and sign up for LES Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, ad-free episodes, and bunnies. And bodies. Yeah. Thank you so much again for sharing the precious pieces of your time with us. And without further ado... Welcome to Miria. (laughs) As you walk towards this building, you look over towards the side of the building and you see stuck in one of the pieces of stonework a small playing card. You throw open the doors, and as you step beyond the cullis of them, once again, your eyes are met with this unearthly glitterance of rainbow light shafts from the windows of stained glass. Before you, you see that same staunch desk helmed by the light blue-skinned tiefling woman, Nefreya, no longer cluttered with pink and white papers. The desk is still flanked on one side by a seated guard, but standing in front is Orion, leaning down and currently talking to Nefreya. Both of you can roll me perception checks. I will. It's a seven plus uh, six. So 13. 13. Oh, both of you were really close. Um, You just hear a very faint, um, so when is she coming in? And Nefreya answers back in a very muffled voice that you can't understand. Mm. Who's she? Then Nefreya (laughs) looks up at both of you and kind of sits back and she just goes, Ah, our newest recruit. Uh, what can we assist you with? Uh, who is she and when is she coming in? It is uh, not relevant to you, so. Uh, 
but I'm in a part of the Vero now, right? So it's kind of relevant to me. It's relevant to the people who need to know. Uh, what about the fact of uh, Villavar's dead? That's good. Uh, yeah, it's Orion great. looks around, he just goes, fuck yes! <laughs> uh, also, uh, Arno got his shit rocked. Um, Orion, the, the like joy in his face <laughs> immediately drains. Yeah, uh, all of it, all of what I just described, thanks to Arsenio, who uh, we're about to go and have a chat with. Uh, however, I don't know if you noticed this when we went in, but the Gildengard uh, estate is kind of like a fortress. What kind of chat are you having with him? I'd look down at my hands and just, like, creak the metal and just, like, flex. You see, like, flakes of dried bud blood, like, flake off of your hands as you flex. And he just looks down at your hands and goes, oh, that kind of conversation. Yeah, a good one. Um, we thought your boss might be interested. Oh, sorry, our boss. He looks at both Nefreya and Orion. Nefreya looks back at you and she just says, not yet. Fine. Soon. There's some Soon. certain peculiar... Things that might arise, given this talk. I think you had a question regarding... Yeah, uh, legality. Um, say you're the bastard son of someone very rich. Uh, if that rich person were to say, bite the dust, would you be the heir to said estate? Nefreya kind of looks up at Orion. Orion just cocks an eyebrow, and Nefreya just says, It's possible. Especially if we have um, eyewitnesses or um, people willing to testify. Good, good. Okay, good to know. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a very rich man in the making, but... <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, would either of you like to come and join us in our little chat or have any other foot soldiers who would like to join us? Orion immediately picks up his bow from the side of, of where he boy. was standing, and he just says, I'm right on the way. And Nefreya just says, Orion... No, you do not need to go. It's We do not need to get our hands dirty in this. Let it be. We already have everything we have from the Gilden Guards. And Orion just looks back at Nefreya. Oh, they also kidnapped her, if that matters. And Nefreya just says, We do not have any interest in that. It is not necessary right now. We have to make sure that everything is set up for the boss. And she looks at Orion. And Orion just kind of gives her this, like, stink eye look. And he just says, I like it a lot better when you flirt with me. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she just looks at him with this kind of cocked, like, Are you, did you really just fucking say that kind of face? Oops. Uh, and, and she just says, you're not allowed to go. And he just says, I don't think allowed's really in the cards. And he turns around and he starts walking towards the door. boy. I would just nod and just uh, look back at her and just, well, if you want to join us, you know where we'll be. Very well. And she returns back to her papers. Oh, tell the boss I said hi. <laughs> Not necessary yet. <laughs> <laughs> and you exit the room. You exit the, uh, the church. Oh. What do you do? Uh, Orion. Give me a little, give me a little touchy touch. He bumps your arm. No, like put your hand on me. He touches your shoulder. Shadow, you ready? Oh yes, this right. is a thing that he has now. What? Achoo! Yeah. And I ripped the card yeah, to the barricades. <laughs> <laughs> that same mystical whirring racks your ears once again, and you feel that cold twist in the world around you. Ready for it this time? The dizziness does not meet you, and as before, you put your hands out to steady yourself. Um, that same gust stirs at your feet, and you are now staring at the exterior of the walls of the guard barracks at the front gate of those large doors, the card sitting in between some of the masonry greets you and fades into nothingness. Yeah, I now have teleportation sneezes. It's not a big deal. He just, he looks, he looks over at you and just says, you keep getting fucking weirder and weirder. <laughs> I like it. It's I, good. I also noticed, endearing. Uh, he, I look at my chest. I still don't have one of those cool ice necklaces yet. Oh, I'll tell you what. Um, give me about two days, and I'll have the initiation started, and cool, then cool, you'll cool, get your really cool. cool ice necklace. Will your boss be here in two days? Oh, sorry, will our boss be here in two it days? It really depends. Once again, I know you keep asking, but it's really not a big <laughs> deal that you know who she is. Uh, but I want to know. I know you do. Uh, 
Uh, uh, this is all happening um, while right, we're right, walking right. to the. While you can you give me a fucking understanding of what's going on right now? Uh, Shadow, do you want to give him the, the rundown or should I? Um, I can give him part. And as we're walking along, I'm like just eyeing around for like. So, so we're walking from the bar- the guard barracks. Yes. To the Gildan Guard Guard's house. It's only like a block or two away. Uh, okay. So, what if you want to talk, you probably want to step into a side alley, yeah. talk, and okay, then okay. walk there. And real quick, do we want to sneak in using the sewers, right? There's a sewer system. We could probably get in from that. I was going to ask if you knew of any way. I know that neither of you have probably had to infiltrate this place in particular. Well, I have never. I know that, well, if you've got teleportation sneezes, you might be able to just teleport in. It's only once a day. Oh, um, all right. Well, um... I lie. Uh, <laughs> well, um, they've got uh, usually a tower that's on the side of the uh, of the estate that usually has an open window. Um, could walk in the front door. Depends. I do like front doors. Did I mean if time is of the essence? I think that trying to get down in the sewers and up through their toilet is not really a great. Well, idea. our house has like grates. Yeah, I mean, I figured we just you know sure. Well, we could. How see. formal or nice did we want to make it initially? Did we want to Depends. go up and knock and ask, or did we... You know, I could attach a rope to, the, to an arrow, and I could just fire it through the window, and we could climb up. Maybe that's an option. That's pretty good. I like that. Can, can, can. a rope hold you? Not mm. sure about that one, actually. I'll find a way. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through my cards, trying to see if there's a way I could get you up there, and I I, I, uh, I look at Orion and just... Yeah. You still we... have that blank set. Um, oh, I do have uh You still yeah, that, that blank set that Caius gave you. Remember he gave you a pair that's right, of that's un- right. I do untethered have, ones. Uh, I need to write that one too. Yeah. I uh I look at Orion and it seems we've gotten ourselves mixed up in quite the entanglement. Uh Arsenio kidnapped her in the midst of a fight that was being had that I came upon. Um, I had my own things that I was dealing with. My own shadows of my past. You see that his face kind of like, once again, just turns into that sternness that you only remember seeing when you first walked back from the Guard house when he was like fervently walking towards the church to notify Nefreya, right? Um, It's this like stern determination there's something in his face that just like resonates with this scenario. Um, he like locks in to what you're saying. Okay. Um, and I want to know, I know that you are in some sort of brotherhood together and that's fine and well. What's in this for you? Why defy your commanding officer? It's hard to say. Um, there was something her told me once. Um, it was something along the lines of she didn't want to be forced by other people to be someone that she's not. I used to be a... When I grew up, I wanted to be a farmer. I wanted to tend fields and live calm people where I lived wanted to me to be a warrior. I was right good at it too. Good at killing people. Still am. But I wanted to retire. I wanted to be a farmer. But they didn't let me. They sent me off to do more killing. So I left them. Just started doing what I was good at again. But for other people, because it was my decision. I don't like people telling me what I can and can't do unless it's something that I need to do. And I don't like people telling her what she can or can't be. I'd stick my hand out just to, like, shake his. He clasps it and he shakes your hand. And then I'd reach out to Val... And I do the same thing. Yeah. 
So then we're doing this. Oh, yes. Right, we are. I want to be very clear. There are some people that I really don't care for in this world. So far, out of all the people that are at the Vero, that are in this city, the only people I think I could really classify as, like, close to friends are Arnhem and you three. I know we're not the greatest of friends. I know I tried to have you killed once. And that was, you know, a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you did. Do, I still have mixed feelings about that, Once again, honest. didn't know who you were. Didn't really matter to me then. Now I know you. You're kind of nice now. So oh. it's it's a little bit better. Thanks. Um, But. um, And I guess you were just doing it for your organization, right? Right. I mean, it wasn't really. It was. So really, it was the organization's doing. It wasn't even you. You know what? If that makes you feel better, it's <laughs> what you can say. It does a little bit. Yes. Yeah. All right. It was the organization. There you it go. wasn't okay. me at all. All right. <laughs> Let's get over there. Uh, okay. You walk a block or two away. Um, do you try and go stealthily? Do you try and go swiftly? I would try and go stealthily. Yeah. Um, just because I know that my presence is pretty identifiable. Oh, shit. Right. Um, I do have a thing I can do. Sure. Uh, I can make um, one of us not be visible to the eye. Oh, Sure, probably um, that one. And he motions over towards Shadow, the large hulking metal man. Skulk off. Yeah, yeah. That was he sees this of... like like hunched over metal man, just kind of like ready to walk yeah, around. That, that was kind of my thought. Should I do? I do it. Yeah, please. Okay, that'd be great. Um, I take out the deck of cards mm. and I shuffle it for a second, and I basically just bend it in fifty-two card pickup, <laughs> all like above Shadow. And as the cards fall with the just snow, like, uh, you just vanish. Like by the time all the cards hit the that's ground, awesome. you're just gone. <laughs> And then the cards, as they hit the ground, vanish, and I pull out my box and, and they're open all up back. and pull out my neck, the same deck of cards. Very nice. I'd stand there and just, like, for me, can I see myself, or am I gone to myself? You see this, like, kind of, like, light hue to yourself that okay. only you can see. I'd, uh, I'd look up to Val and just, so do I need to keep quiet while this is on? Oh, what? yes, it, it does not make you silent. Um, it also lasts for an hour, so it should last pretty good. Unless I get hit really hard and, or, like, hurt myself, then I might lose the spell, Does which would feel bad. And take me out of this? Uh, yeah, if you punch somebody, they'll know you're there. Oh, okay. noted. So, everybody roll me a stealth check as you go around the block. Um, you may not roll me it with a disadvantage, which would have been originally what you would have rolled with. Ooh. Yeah, because you're a big crunchy boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, stealth check. I have got a, oh no. I have got a, oh no. Stealth uh, with a check in it. Ya boy got an 11. Oh, five. Five, okay. Mm. Uh-huh. You all start moving around. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> Orion got a 10. <laughs> we are not good at the you stealth. You are not stealthy. You start walking around the, the building, but as you do, people start noticing, you know, Orion, because of his kind of gaudy appearance and Val because of his Val's gaudy appearance. Kind of waving at people. <laughs> yeah. Um, you kind of forget as you move along that you're supposed to be stealthy. <laughs> and and they start like looking next to you and there's like these like <laughs> footprints as Shadow is just like <laughs> trying real hard but he still weighs like a ton. It's so. just my stomach growling. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, you walk around um, I'm very hungry. And you are able to see uh, that Building again. Uh, you see the Guard home. It's magnificent, carved in stone and laden with wood and iron. It's much bigger than any of the other houses around. Um, towers brace in that same courtyard that you've been in before with elm doors. One thing about this home specifically that catches your eye this time around is that tower that Orion had notified you towards, um, and it has light pouring out of the window, uh, and it is currently open. Hmm. Uh, roll me perception checks. Okay, there we go. That's a lot better. 14 plus 6, 20. Very nice. 10. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're, I'll be honest, though. You're real good at punching shit. <laughs> I'll take it. That will um, come in handy later. Uh, Val, you hear a large cracking sound. The light flickers in the tower, and you hear muffled voices from inside. A sharp, no, and then silence once again. Roll me an Arcana check. Eight plus three, 11. You know that it is some sort of spell, but beyond that, not a lot. Hmm. Someone's in the tower. 
He might just be up there. It looks like it was a dim flicker, so whether it was in the tower or a room beyond, oh, you're not sure. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you, I thought you said it was no, the, the light tower. flickers, but it is not necessarily explicitly from the tower. Got it. It looked like a different color to the, like, it was a blue flash, okay. and the tower light is yellowed. Do I recognize that color of magic? Uh, with an arcana check that low, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, should we head on up? Um. Yes, I, I think so. Um, right. What's the plan? You guys can go up there. I was thinking that I could potentially knock on the door, and when somebody answers, sneak through when they open the door. You are invisible. I guess that's probably the most... Well, I mean, you do sound like a truck. That's true. I, Although I don't know what a truck is. I just realized that I don't know what a fantasy <laughs> truck is. It's a fantasy truck. <laughs> Everyone knows what the fantasy truck is. <laughs> you sound like a big car. Too. It's the 2021 <laughs> Fantasy Ford Tahoe. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Sponsored by LAS. I don't think it's a Ford. I think it's a Chevy Tahoe. But that's fine. The Ford Big Truck. <laughs> <laughs> Beep boop. Yeah, that's the sound that big trucks make. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. Uh, do you, so you want to try? Do you want to do that? I can try, and okay. if that doesn't necessarily work out, at least it serves as a distraction. If right, true, anything. right, I agree. Um, Let's do it. Okay, sounds good. Um, uh, you see Orion kind of pull a rope out, and he fastens it to the back of an arrow, and he says, "This is gonna go fucking so wide. I'm gonna be so annoyed if this doesn't hit." <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And he looks up, and he kind of fastens this. Um, grappling hook that he has in his pouch onto this arrow. Um, at the front, he uns like unthreads uh, the head of the arrow, and he puts on a grappling hook onto the front of it. It seems like this heftier stock, like one of the ones that he has in his bag, uh, like in his quiver. It looks like he has a couple different types of shafts that he uses, but this one is a, a much heavier shaft used for heavier uh, tips of arrows. Is one of those shafts a bad mother? Uh, I was hoping when he would shut my mouth. <laughs> oh, he's talking about chef. Sorry. You do recognize, um, make me an investigation check, both of you. Oh. Holy balls, 17 plus That's a nat one. 20. 18. Oh! Hey. Both of you very much remember these. We're very um, good at grappling you, you, hooks. In, you investigate these, and both of you very much remember there are three arrows in here that are very distinct oh, from yeah. the other ones that he bought when you oh, first met ago. him That's in right. Blackwater. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, uh, and they it. still have those kind of fluorescent feathers on the backside, and they still are sitting in this quiver unused. Very cool. Um, huh. Yeah, I would say with that investigation check, you can tell that there are kind of like on the shafts of those arrows, mm -hmm. there are these like light scaly indentations on them. Hmm. Okay. He takes this arrow and he fires it up into the window, and you hear a as it clatters into the room and sinks into the wood on the side of the tower. Um, he looks around. Uh, there's, like, some people that are noticing what's going on right now. Uh, Kyle Ross waves. But he just, he looks over to them with that same, like, malice. He pulls out his necklace, and he, said, and he like, motions to them he, that he's looking at them, and then he points them off in another direction, and they oh. just fucking leave. Kyle oh. just waves well, as all yeah. this happens. Huh. Uh... All right, and Shadow, you said you were going to... Go up to just the front door. Sure. Uh, you go up to the front door. Um, roll me an acrobatics check, Val. Uh, that is a 10 plus acrobatics, you said? That. Yeah. Uh, 13. Yeah, the DC isn't too high because you have a rope to get you up there. Nice. Um, but yeah, um, uh, you will see Orion kind of get up to the top and then belay you up to the top with him. Thanks, buddy. And as you get up there, you enter into this room. You see, walking in, there is a faint scent of fresh linen that hits your nose. Lyra's room is painted a pale yellow, which you can now discern this is obviously what would be Lyra's room. <laughs> no, it's Arsenio's. <laughs> it's Arsenio's, yeah. Uh, it's got a large glass window that overlooks the city of Eppenpale, which mm -hmm. you just entered through. Um, and everything is carefully placed from the stuffed animals that line the bed to the violin on its stand next to it and the books neatly arranged on the bookshelf on the far wall. A large queen-size bed flanks the right side of the wall of the room with indents in a blue comforter. 
that indicate that someone may have sat there recently. A reading nook is nestled just in front of the windows on the opposite wall, and there's a writing desk full of journals and ink and quills, and it looks perfectly kept, spotless. And the wooden floor creaks a little bit but quietly beneath your feet as you walk in, but it's soon silenced as a large plush rug greets your boots. The bed, is it on, like, is there space under the bed? A very small amount, yeah. Could I fit under there? Uh, roll me an acrobatics check. I thought you were just going to ask if it's really comfy. Uh, 15 plus 3, 18. Yeah, you could definitely squeeze under there. You'd have to, like, take off your bag and kind of throw it underneath. Okay. So that it doesn't, like, get up in all of the business there. But, okay. yeah. Well, in that case, that's that's a bad spot to put the card. Um, I'm going to... I mean, you could... you could, Yeah. Because yeah, then cause when I teleport, I'll yep, be under yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I will go and hide there's the card. There's a bunch of books in, like, the bookshelves. Yeah, that's, and there's, that's like, what I was thinking. You know, I'll go to one of the bookshelves. Val pulls off uh, any... I'll pull off a book. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of different books, different spell books, you know, different history books, different books about, like, you know, nonfiction, fiction. It's It seems as this is one of Lyra's many portals to the outside I, world. I will slip one of the teleport cards okay. into that book. Okay. And I will close it there. Sounds good. And you reseat it back onto the shelf. Sorry, I'm writing a note. Book in Guards. Yeah. Um, Shadow, mm-hmm. you walk to the front gate and those large elm doors are there and you do you knock yeah loudly quietly um just like a normal knock okay just just this swift and i'm gonna stand off to i'm gonna take a step well I'll, i'll i'll be like pretty close to the door actually yeah you stand there and You know what? Roll me a strength check, because I want to see if this is loud enough for the oh, person inside okay. to hear you over what is happening. Okay. Strength check. Yep. So roll this. Add my, God. Big strong boy. Seven. Seven. Big strong you, boy. You pound, but you try not to pound too loud, and it you don't hear any response the first time. Okay. I'm going to try and open it. Does you it? press on the door and you like push it maybe an inch or so until the latch kicks in and you just hear this jangling sound as the latch on the back side of the door stops you from pressing it any further. Okay. Um, I'm going to try one more time with the knock. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> 11. <laughs> 11. Uh, yeah, this time you're you <clears throat> a little louder mm-hmm. and you hear a door far away across the courtyard unlatch and you hear this kind of muffled sobbing as someone is walking with a light trudge towards the gate hmm. um, you hear the latch open and the door pulls and you hear this very faint hello and you see Celine sobbing standing there at the gate um, I would pull back a little ways um, and excuse me uh, if you could help me I left something out towards the door I have a delivery to make I, if you could open that up a little bit more <laughs> roll me a persuasion check <laughs> <laughs> that's a one uh- would this be was, a one if is, it wasn't oh, that 20. Oh, Porte! Oh, wow. Porte! Oh. My nat 20 Porte. Oh, oh my God. nice. Okay. Incredible. We, we, we need, we need we this need to that. go yeah, well. Yeah, okay. Oh, incredible. So once again, Val, his luck rubs off on you, and you find yourself like in this space. You just feel good. And all of a sudden, there's this suave energy that pours off of you. <laughs> and she steps out into the street, and she just says, what are you delivering? And she looks around, and she can't see anyone, so she walks around the side of the house, and she says, Hello? Hello? And (laughs) in that moment, I would would kind of, like, slide my feet a little bit just to cover the tracks, and then step in. Yeah. um, And leave it still a little bit open so that she can get back in. Right, of course, yeah. But start... 
I don't know, is there like a cloth or something nearby that I could brush my, my shoes or my, not my shoes, my boots off? Yeah. With? So remember, this is a courtyard, oh, right? This courtyard. is the courtyard right. that goes in. And so there's a pathway that leads up to the house. And yep. there's that small kind of like seating area off to the right where right. Um, there was like a, a conversation before you guys went into the house beyond that. Yep. So you are able to walk up the path. You can walk in the grass if you want so yep. that you don't make any tracks. Yep. Um, although the indentations you're not so sure about. Yeah. But uh, you walk up towards there. Um, do you go swiftly? Yeah, I okay. would try. All right. You go swiftly up to the front of the house. The front door is ajar as she had just exited and did not expect to be out sure. for too long. Um, I would make my way into that. I would, well, I'd like open it a little bit and like eye around Yeah, where that is. You look in and you see, uh, you know, a, a, a main room, a living room, and the, the same one that you saw when you first had a conversation with Arsenio and Celine. With all the chairs? Yes. It, the cold stone is faintly lit by a burning fireplace embedded in the center of the wall on the side of the living room. A large blue velvet couch eclipses the center of the space draped with blankets and pillows. Two armchairs flank either side of the couch, and the coffee table that you sat at sits in the center of the semicircle of comfort. Uh, fur rugs adorn the stone stone floor and a portrait of Arsenio, Celine, and Lyra hangs snug above the fireplace, ever watchful. The kitchen is adorned with standard cooking fare. A tea kettle sits empty on the stovetop adjacent to a large stone countertop, chock full of spice racks and a lavish knife block. Um, A simple pantry is tacked with what appear to be child's drawings, improving in style from the top down. Freshly baked harvest-tied muffins sit in a baking tray on the center island, wafting if you could smell, a sweet blueberry scent around the home. Um, Several small stools are pressed against the center island for sitting for friends and family alike. Um, And you also see that on the couch, there is a small indent where Celine was sitting just moments before, and two canvas bags are seated next to where she was sitting on the couch, full of clothing and personal items. Um, I would go up to that bag or those bags mm-hmm. um and i would open uh yep. one of them like the one on the left yeah um and start like briefly going through trying to keep an ear out for her potentially coming back yep go ahead and roll me a perception check perception perception oh that's not bad 14 14 yeah pretty good not not so bad you hear that there is um still commotion going on outside but you don't hear any steps uh coming back um mm-hmm. she has a pretty like um recognizable gait as she still has like a minor like pregnant sway that she mm-hmm. walks with um and uh you don't recognize her coming up um you recognize in these bags though that she is packed to leave oh she is not staying okay um I would cinch that up back to where it was back originally to where it was originally yeah. okay um set them outside for <laughs> <laughs> uh you do see uh there's a door off to the right side um that uh there there are like two doors that that you can see in this room that lead to other portions of the house okay um i would make my way to the right one okay you open up the door um very swiftly um, and step beyond it to kind of close in the space Mm -hmm. so that you're not restricted to staying in that one room um, and so that you can possibly get away without any notification. Yeah. You see a staircase that leads upwards and goes around a corner um, lit with these kind of like bioluminescent um, candlestick holders that are on the side of the walls. Uh, Both of you at this time hear this stop it! And then Silence again. Oh. That blue light pierces from beneath the door, Val, back up in Lyra's room. Uh, that blue light comes underneath the door of Lyra's room. Brightly? Like, they're on yeah. the other side? Oh, shit. I guess I can't tell you see, Shadow that. <laughs> Shadow, you see that it is... That, that light is coming from up these stairs. Oh, hey. That's convenient. Oh, good thing I got... Um, I'm going to start slowly ascending those stairs. Uh, As Shadow's doing that, I'm going to lean down and try to peer under the door. You peek under the door, and on the inside, you see, you know, there's that kind of 
Um, there's there's no one in here, right? Okay. However, you see these kind of triangle-shaped stone portions of the room that are all kind of encapsulated in metal and then linked together, and the whole room is made out of stone triangles. Ryan, you know anything about stone triangles? Stone triangles? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He kind of like looks under with his eyes. He says, oh, right, stone triangles. I see, I understand. Um... I need to start giving you more credit. <laughs> uh, and he looks under, uh, and again, you hear that, Stop it now! And it's gone again. Did I see anything while we were looking under? Were you looking under again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw two forms. One kneeling on the ground, uh, and another standing up. You see feminine hands on the ground, as uh, a set of blue runes cascade downwards and chalk hits the ground and starts to draw a circle with the masculine form and the feminine one sticks her hands out and then both of them disappear. Huh. Whoa. I, I, look, at, I look at Orion... Shrug and open the door. <laughs> you throw the door open, Shadow. You ascend the steps and you mm-hmm. open a door and you both enter into this room from oh. opposite sides. Oh, Look, I guess I can't see you. Yeah. I don't know. You're there. No, yeah, you both. Oh, yeah. You don't know. Yeah. So, sorry. Um, these, these, these triangles, as you open the door, fold away almost as if like origami that fold into themselves and the doorways open. So the door on the opposite side to you, Val, opens oh, as well. Interesting. And someone steps through. You see these kind of like reverberations in some like puddles on the ground, right? And as you step into it, the door magically disappears behind you as those uh, those triangles fold back into place. So this entire room is completely coated in these triangles, right? Oh, wow. In this room, you look all around and you see that they are made out of some marbled stone um, and they make up all the w- the floors and walls. Um, all of them seem to be cradled in some sort of metal framing and then all attached together with some sort of blue-hued magical tether at the corners. In the center of this room is a plinth, not dissimilar to the one that held uh, her belongings in the mausoleum that she woke up in only a few days ago. Um, this Stop. one, however, does not have a Fabergé box on it. Uh, it has a golden globed hemispherical dial with a myriad of letters and symbols on it. There are brass arrows that encompass the outer rim of the hemisphere on a dark ring of stone, and it looks like you could be able to turn the pieces of this hemisphere to the dial to have the arrows point at different letters or symbols. Am I familiar with anything like this? Um, you can roll me an arcana or investigation check, your choice. Oh, that's a five plus three. That's an eight. It's confusing and weird and new. You're not sure what it does. Um, It's oddly ominously quiet in here. Mm -hmm. Shadow, you hear from downstairs the front door close again. Okay. I, uh, I would just whisper, it, it's me. I'm, oh, I'm here in the room with you. Oh, hello. It's, it's okay. Orion just goes, oh, fucking great. This is good. I uh, they keep kind of teleporting, I think. Who? Um, I think Arsenio and her. I think I saw a feminine form and a masculine form. There's like mm-hmm. that blue light we keep seeing. They just kind of like pop into existence and then pop out. I don't know if they're like, if hers time shit is going on or what. What is this room? I'm trying <laughs> Orion walks over to the central and he just the central plinth and he just goes, "What the fuck is this thing?" This one says, and he looks over at one of the runes and he says, "Um, this one says forest. Says this one says, um, plains. Weird." Okay. He kind of turns the dial, and instantaneously, the world around you shifts. And as he turns it you find yourself standing in the middle of a forest. Is, you, the, is the plinth thing still in front of us? Yeah. Oh, thank God. And you look around, and there are animals chirping in the distance. The forest is here, and he turns it back to what it was, and <laughs> you are back in that same triangle I, I room. I get it. He did not want Lyra to leave, but he wanted to see things in the world, right? So this must be some sort of... 
world manipulator, kind of like a simulation. Like it's not real. Like a, no. Like a mirage. Yeah. Interesting. So that she can go wherever she wants, but going wherever she wants seems <laughs> shitty. <laughs> In this moment, you hear that same <laughs> cracking sound as Arsenio and her return back into the room. Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS+. Plus. For information, go to laspodcastnetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation. LAS. Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. So come. And join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. L-A-S They both enter into the room. This time, her, as you are in this room, you teleport back. And you see... Shadow? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Or sorry, you see Val and Orion standing in the room. And uh, Arsenio just looks around and he just says, What are you doing here? Oh, hey, shithead. What are you doing here? Well, we came to get you. Also, you're a dick. You will not be stopping me today. Where is he in the room? Uh, he is right next to the blunt. I back up immediately and I start running towards Val. He just says... All right. If this is how it will be. Hey, remember how, how you be. sent people to kill your fucking son? Good times. Excuse me? Yeah, his son. Oh, he didn't want me to bring up her son? No, how Arno? You know Arno? Yeah, that's his son. He kind of like recedes back into himself and he steps over to the plinth and he just says, my daughter will be coming with me to my safe house today. Excuse your son is fucking me? dying on a table. Arno's dying? Um. Arno's your son? He approached the plinth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's been there, but he's like raises his hand. I want to make as much noise as I can. I uh, I'm gonna start walking up behind him. Okay. And uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna detect me or what's gonna happen. Uh, I'm roll me a stealth check. That's why I'm trying to yell. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh yeah, you can roll. You can roll normally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no. 
Because yeah. you're invisible. And, okay, so roll me advantage. Me. Yeah, roll me advantage. Yes. Can I summon my mage hand and slap Arno, or Arsenio? <laughs> yes! 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 Right as he moves his hand over and you approach from the back, you see his spectral hand just slap him across the face. He just turns and grasps at his the left side of his face. He steps towards the plinth. He uh, hears- he got a five. Oh, he got a or, five? Sorry, he, he got a four. I don't know what he got. He got, he got a four. A four? He okay. Got a four. He, rolled, he rolled a 14 plus numbers. No, he got a four plus numbers. He, uh, with uh, his perception is plus four. Four plus four is eight. Yes. He Horton's needed to OP. roll a 10. And he gets over to her. He just, he's too distracted by being slapped in the face. And he reaches his hand off for just a second. Yes. Um... And at that point, uh, am I just upon him? Yeah, you're right next to him. Uh, my left hand is going to go curve around behind his throat. Yeah. And then my right hand is just going to grab his wrist. Okay. And uh, I'd just... <laughs> I'd uh, get into his ear. Yes! Yes! And yes! just... Uh, yes! There's a woman in the wheelchair that told me to do this. Oh, God. Don't kill him. Roll me a grapple check. Yes! Okay. Yes! You can have advantage on this one for sure. Please okay. don't kill him. Please. Um, I don't know. What's my... What is grapple? Is it just uh, plus strength? Uh, uh, athletics. Athletics? Okay. For now, I don't remember what it is, but I'm just going to make a call. Isn't it contested strength checks? I don't freaking know, okay. man. Okay. I'm I sure he's remember. very good at strength. Yes. Actually, uh, that is a nine... Oh wait, seven plus six. So, uh, can you reroll? Yeah. Oh, her the advantage. Yes. Her is yeah. Her is gonna make you reroll. You you okay. just you reroll one die. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I reroll. Okay. Just yeah. One. Just reroll one. Those dice hate you. That's oh. so much better. Seventeen plus six. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he rolled a nineteen on the die. Oh. <laughs> minus two. Yeah. Wizards. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't uh, know. No, he's minus one because okay. of his. Oh. Okay. So it's actually pretty good. Uh, but it was, yeah, so it's just minus one straight. Uh, he rolled an 18 to your very high over 20, yep. and he immediately tries to reach for the center dial. You grab him from the back, uh, and he just starts to choke up beneath your hands. And I feel don't that because him. of this, you'd see the invisibility just vanish. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know how that looks with your invisibility. Just like, oh, just you a just, pile of there's, cards. there's a flash of purple, and you just like appear. Okay. Yeah. No, the, the cards are gone. Okay. Yeah. You all automatically see Shadow, hands caked in blood, smearing off on Arsenio's neck, grabbing him and grabbing his wrist, and he just kind of chokes beneath the grip of Shadow's hands. Oh, you might remember my big robot friend. Don't. I pull him back away from the center. Don't kill him. Don't. Ooh. I know you want to, but he needs to live with the weight of his bad decisions. It's not me that wants this. It's true. We were kind of sent here to kill him. He has another kid on the way. Ooh, but she's leaving. You didn't know that. Oh, you're right. Oh, fuck. Um, Piss. All right. <laughs> I, uh, I would look over um, at it. you, and then I'd look kind of down at him. Yeah. Did you know she was leaving? Do you release him enough to, to say uh, say something? No. Okay. No. Just no. nods. He just chokes. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he just You just hear this very faint, just like... She was leaving. I would like to tell a story, if I may. Um, this is about the little Arsenio, who was a piece of shit. One day, he slept with his housekeeper, and they had a kid. His name was Arno. And then he was like, I love you. I'm going to leave my wife because she can't have babies. Then she had the baby named Lyra, and he decided, you know what? I'm going to fire this housekeeper. I'm going to ruin her life and the life of my son. So as this son Arno grew up and became a very powerful spellcaster, uh, he was... Arsenio, is, am I right in my story so far, Arsenio? I just look at him. He just chokes. <laughs> so he can't really move. Uh, she blackmailed him into choosing Arno as Lyra's uh, teacher, which was a very nice thing for... It was a good thing for her to do. It was very good for Arno. Uh, unfortunately, Arsenio's a piece of shit, and then Lyra died, which apparently is all he fucking cared about was this one fucking girl, despite the fact he has, what, three kids now? Sorry, two and a half kids now, right? But no, 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 Lyra's the only one that matters. Lyra, 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 fuck you. Sorry, we're done. You're telling me 
Anno is Lyra's brother. Ah, uh, half brother, yes. I look over at Shadow, and I say, "Killing him would be too nice because then he'd get to see Lyra again, break his arms." Oh, I don't think he's going where Lyra went. I don't know about all that yet. Um, I don't know what that means. Would, <laughs> in the middle of you yeah. all having this conversation with each other, oh. you you feel this flick of one arm that is to your side, Shadow. Yep, and. Right as you feel this, you see a mage hand slap down on top of the central plinth, and it dials something in to that plinth. I'm going to roll to see which thing he gets it to, because in this scenario... How did he cast mage hand without being able to use his arms? He he has has one arm, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, number two is what we are going to do. The room changes rapidly to a different appearance. Thousands of pieces of gold, silver, and platinum shift around your feet. You look around you as it stacks up in mountains against four tall thrones made of precious metals and gems. Seated around these thrones are people of all genders and races made similar only by the fact that they are all scantily clad and actively admiring the figures you see atop these thrones. Seated in these grand chairs are four visions of Valros Visago. Legs yes! <laughs> comfortably propped up on the sides of the oversized chair, sipping a drink in a chalice of gaudy make. Yes! They all look down at the group of you <laughs> as if your presence is an annoyance or an interruption to what they desire. Arsenio is not in your grasp. And these four Valroses stand up and they look down at you, her. One of them pipes up and they say, You, her, are not worthy as a treasure to anyone. What? Your skeleton would not even be fit to make up the bottom layer of my hoard. What? Both of those things are objectively false. I don't know. I just heard you say that out loud. Everybody? Who the hell are you? Roll initiative. You got all the bitches at home. I got a harem. It's all right. Would I roll a 10? I mean, there's four of you, so. We're now a harem anime. It's fine. I, I hate it. A cherum anime. <laughs> oh, God. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. LAS.